Yo, what up? It's your boy, Cool Shep. This podcast is brought to you by my boy, Joey T. And Tyrese Maxi. But right now, you know, we just maxing on the courts. Hailing from the streets of South Philly. Sometimes it gets a little hectic out there. But right now, we go up you on how we just chill. What is going on, victory episode the 76ers are moving on to round two of the nba playoffs they defeated the raptors 132 97 on the road to advance take the series in six and just what an incredible turnaround i I, it's we're almost a day later i'm still laughing at it uh it's just this team is so fascinating with how they how they just conduct themselves, how they go about their business, how one day they look like the best team in the league, and the next day they look like they couldn't even win an AAU basketball tournament in high school. I don't know. Just I'm over the moon, though. I'm glad my draft night wasn't ruined. I was happy with both of my teams, the Sixers and the Packers. The Phillies even won, if you want to throw them in there, too. It was a good day for sports. It was a good day for all you Sixers fans who are also Eagles fans. But centering on the Sixers here, just an incredible performance. (laughs) They shot 58% from the field, Toronto only 39%. It's like nothing mattered about anything that happened in the previous two games because Toronto, what was the issue? They had, and Fred Van Vliet didn't play again. So once again, the Raptors were going with the tall, long, defensive lineup that really made us look silly in Game 5. And everyone just knocked down their shots in this game. Literally all eight guys who played big minutes shot at least 50% from the field for the Sixers. And even Jaden Springer made both of his shots in his two minutes. Shout out Jaden Springer and I guess, what is this, his fourth game with the Sixers. But nonetheless... Looking at this, just looking at our guys. I mean, Embiid, like JP was saying, we were all saying it, but I thought he hammered it home pretty well on the last podcast. Embiid had to step up. He, this was, even if Doc and Harden and other guys were being criticized, this is still Embiid's team at the end of the day. He had to step up, and he did. 33 points, 10 rebounds, 3 blocks, only 1 turnover, which was crucial. I mean, he missed all his 3-pointers, but he's a center. Like, He's dominant down in the post. He's dominant at getting to the line. So when he's dominating in those facets, missing your threes isn't going to be something I harp too much on. Because, you know, he just... Thumb injury? So what? That's what I was expecting from him. That's why I said I wasn't worried about the injury. And he proved me right in this game. And I was very happy for it. Maxi was awesome. He's finally getting back in the business of being a crucial part of this team. Didn't see a whole lot of standing around from him, especially in the second half. Thought he really took over in that third quarter, I believe it was. 25 points, 8 assists, 5 of 12 from 3. He was superb. And Harden, I would say easily, his best game of this playoffs because he was efficient and he also had the stats. So when you're you're doing the little things, but when you're also putting up big numbers, he was a plus 38. Plus 38. We outscored the Raptors by 38 points when James Harden was on the court. 22 points, 15 assists, shot 40% from three and really well from the field, and he made all his free throws. I That's what you want from Harden. And I'm not expecting him to be perfect in every game, 
but we needed him to start start stop missing his layups. We needed that we needed him to dunk like he did in the first quarter. We needed him just to be on his game. We needed him to be focused and he was. Danny Green, four seven from three. All he took were threes. Just taking corner threes. I was he made a couple of them at the beginning of the game when I was really watching before the draft got started. Uh, I mean, I watched the whole game, but I was able to fully focus on the game in the first quarter, and that's when Danny Green was really shining, I thought. And Tobias, you know, Ricky Sanchez, Rice Ricky Sanchez podcast listened to earlier, they said easily Tobias's best playoff series of his career. I would totally agree. He finished it out strong here, 19 points, 11 rebounds, efficient shooting, 7 of 15, 3 of 8. He looked superb. B-Ball Paul was great off the bench. He had nine points. George Niang only took three shots, all of them threes. He made two of them. Not going to complain too much there. I'm surprised he wasn't more of a defensive liability, but the Raptors just shot poorly, so it wasn't really a big factor. And then Furkan got a brief spell. I was kind of confused about that, but he only wound up playing five minutes, so nothing too much to be concerned about there. And Shake, eight minutes, only shot two times, made one of them. So, Got to be thrilled with how the Sixers play. You just got to be thrilled because after what it looked like after that game five and even game four, but especially game five, the prospects of us blowing a 3-0 lead were very real. And I'm not going to pretend the Sixers are right back to being the favorites to win it all. I never thought that in the first place. I was drinking the Kool-Aid a lot after the first two games. I was starting to starting to have visions of maybe a deeper playoff run than anticipated, but I expected this. I expected a Sixers series win in seven. They got it in six, despite some really poor performances at times. But they also had, just like this, just like game one, uh, the buzzer beater was a great moment. They've had good moments as well. So we'll see how it carries on into the Heat series. Looking at the Raptors, their bench has killed us. That was a big narrative. And besides Chris Boucher, who might have been their best player in this game, he had 25 points and 10 rebounds off the bench. Their their bench didn't do much. Precious one of seven. I mean, he was he murdered us last game, and he's been good all series. But he was nowhere to be found in this game. Thad Young, former Sixer, didn't make a shot. And then the starters for the Raptors. I mean, they started Ken Birch, but only played him five minutes. They pulled him pretty quickly. Scotty Barnes, you know, he's probably still dealing with that injury, but he's eight for twenty in a closeout game. You don't want to see that. He was a minus thirty three. Gary Trent minus thirty four. Gary Trent had a solid game. He struggled with shooting percentage-wise in this series, but I think he's been able to get his points pretty routinely. He had 19 in this game. Siakam fouled out, although he played most of the game. He had 24 points, 7 assists, 3 steals. I was really impressed with his playmaking in this series, and also against us in the regular season game as well when he had 12 assists. Uh, I think Siakam really came along pretty far this year. That's why I put him on the third third team All-NBA when I did that, uh, my ballot with Chris Reynolds a couple weeks back. He's a great player, and he really killed us this series. OG and Anobi as well had some good games, but both of them, especially OG, weren't on their game. OG only five points in this game. Uh, so it was good to see us just step up. I'm not even sure how we did it, because like I, like I was saying, you know, the Raptors, size-wise, we, we didn't have too many guys that could match their size, and B-Ball Paul never really played with the starters to be possibly the solution to that. But it just came down to guys being in the right spot. It came down to Maxi being aggressive, being a pest. It came down to Tobias standing his ground like he has all series. And it came down to B just coming coming ready to play. And, you know, for this team to show that effort, to not to get punched in the mouth and then respond, 
I think is huge, and we're going to need that kind of effort in a series against the Miami Heat, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. That series starts Monday, so I'm glad that I don't got to worry about that quite yet. I got a couple days to... You know, take maybe take a break from sports, you know, just just kind of relax over this weekend. But that series gets started on Monday. Certainly we'll have some reaction pods coming. We'll have some preview pods, all, all kinds of stuff. I don't want to go totally into it right now because I want to have some guests on to have more of a dialogue. But I will say about this Heat series, I'm optimistic. I think that the way the Heat's lineup is constructed, they have ways that they can really hurt us. But they also have some lineups, especially those guards they got, that we can really exploit. I think Tyler Hero, Duncan, Struess, and even Oladipo because he's always hurt uh, and isn't totally back yet, I wouldn't say. He's been playing pretty well, but it was against the Hawks, a poor defensive team. We're a little bit better, so we'll see. I think if those – because they, they can't just not play any of their shooters. So one of those guys, probably even two, will be out there a, a lot, and those are guys we can exploit defensively. Especially with Maxi and Harden. Maxi with his speed, Harden with just his veteran presence. Like he knows how to bait people into fouls. He can create separation with a step back. He he had a nasty step back in the game last night. That might have been my maybe his best step back three with the Sixers yet. It it just looked so clean. It reminded me of Houston Harden with the step back. He's done them, but that was the most crisp one I've seen. But nonetheless, I think the Sixers will really be able to exploit the guards on the Heat. It comes down to, and you know, Butler, Lowry, they both missed time in the first round. We'll see how healthy they are. Butler had a good series against the Hawks. He'll be looking to prove something against us for sure. He's not going to want to let his former team bounce him out uh, as, as the one seed in the playoffs. You know, I was talking to Chris, actually. I'm going to bring Chris up again here. I was talking to him the other day, and he was saying that he thought Bam was a perfect, the perfect guy to guard and beat in a playoff series. Well... I am of the belief that Joel Embiid can take Bam Adebayo. Bam Adebayo is noticeably shorter than Joel. Very good defensive player. Very switchable. I think Bam could give a guy like Tobias a ton of problems in this series, even Harden, if they choose to weirdly. I think I think Jimmy will be tasked with guarding Harden, but if they wanted to throw Bam at Harden, that would be tough. That would be tough for us. But I really think uh, Joel, thumb injury and all, will be able to hold his own against Bam. And I just anticipate, I think Embiid's a top five player at the very least in the NBA. And I think as good as Bam, as good as Jimmy are, Kyle Lowry has won a championship. P.J. Tucker's won a championship. I think talent-wise, we're more talented. And I think that's going to win out. But we can get more opinions on this, dive into it more in a coming podcast when I get someone on here to talk talk more about it. But... That's all I would say for the Heat series right now. I'm, I'm not going to totally make a prediction right yet. I'm going to save that for the next podcast. But I'm really excited for this Sixers team. I'm not convinced we're going to win this series. I'm not convinced we're winning the championship. They can get sloppy. We've seen it in this playoffs. We've seen it in the regular season. Thibel will be back full-time. We were very harsh on him last time because he had a disastrous game in Game 5. He will now be able to play in every game, though. His defense will help. For sure. Hopefully, I think he's a permanent bench player now, though. I think he's not going to be starting anymore. I think Danny's earned this, the the role back, the role he had last season uh, as the starting three. I think he's going to sustain it throughout the playoffs. But Thibel, 
as long as he is focused, as long as and he'll be playing every game now, so he should be in a rhythm. I think he can really help the team off the bench defensively. I think that's probably his proper role at this point as the almost as defensive Lou Williams. Just like I've heard, I forget who said that uh, a while back, but I really liked uh, hearing that comparison. I think that's kind of probably what Thibel ultimately is. Still young, but for this season. And probably long term too. Unfortunately, I think that's we're gonna need him to just come in, be a spark plug as a defender. And then other than that, B-ball Paul and Niang, as long as they play their roles properly, which like which they did in this game. And then Shake will come in from time to time, get some shots up. Maybe one game like last year in the Atlanta series, he'll get hot. I I've made my opinion clear on Shake. I don't hate the guy, but he's not. I don't think he's a reliable scorer. But ever occasionally. He will get it done for you as well. So, be a really interesting series. I'm excited to see where this Sixers team goes. It's incredible. It's just incredible how they just turned it around on a whim. One that was a one game difference. It was a, it was two days. Two days is all the separation it was, and we were on the road, and we still managed to earn this commanding of a win. Oh, and before we close it out here, I just have to say. I, I have nothing against the Raptors. I, li- I kind of like I like the roster. I got, like some of their players. Nick Nurse, great coach. Their fan base. A comedic performance in, across these entire playoffs. Just from it from the from the game one thing where all the 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 tweet where it was the Raptors would have won the series without free or they would have won the game without free throws to the crying to the to the F and B chance which listen. I totally get it booing, you know, the guy you're you're going against. There's nothing wrong with booing the opponent. But, like, what did Embiid ever do to the Raptors? If anything, we should be chanting at you guys because you're the ones who knocked us out on that heartbreaking buzzer beater three years ago. I don't know what Embiid ever did to the Raptors besides just be a good player. For some reason, Raptors fans were really in their feelings about Embiid. We, we saw Drake try to jump on the Sixers bandwagon after the buzzer beater in Game 3. Then he probably jumped right back to the Raptors bandwagon. We don't want Drake's bandwagoning either. We don't need the Drake curse on this Sixers season. We don't want that. And Raptors fans, Nick Nurse as well, he was crying. We, 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 heard, what Embiid, we, we heard what Embiid said uh, in one of those in, after Game 2 responding to Nick Nurse, um, but uh, yeah, Raptors fans just, no, and no Raptors fans are probably listening to this podcast, but I don't care, it needs to be said, what a bunch of bums, I'm glad we were able to throw all their words back in their face, because just, I don't know, I, I just didn't understand the free throw thing, all the whining about the free throws. Go watch a game of basketball, watch any Michael Jordan game, watch any prime LeBron James game, prime Kobe Bryant. These guys get to the line, and unfortunately, the reality is that Joel Embiid is a great player as well, and he's going to get to the line. So, Sixers take the series in six. They surpass my expectations before the series, and they certainly surpass my expectations after Game 5. Doc Rivers doesn't blow another lead in the playoffs, so congrats to him for that. You know, he was saying some funny stuff. I was really worried coming into the game, especially after hearing Doc's press conference the day before the game, but because he was just making excuses on excuses. But we won the game. We'll see what happens in Round 2. I won't kill Doc right here besides that little bit I just said. So, other than that, can't wait to see what happens, what lies ahead for the Sixers. Thank you guys for listening today. Go Sixers. Have a great rest of your day.